and welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. Game 7 of the Brain Drain Tournament. Here we have Kells. Evening all. We have Andy. Hello, Ladle Brainers. We have Neil. You sound pretty excited for someone who's in a distant second. I, wow. You know, I'm not here for the I'm not here for the wins. I'm here for the love of the game. The not many people get to do what I do. You know, it's rarefied air. Actually, I think every single person on the planet now has a podcast. Thanks, man. Sorry, <laughs> it's just not that rare. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find joy. Uh-huh. Trying to spark joy in my life from this horrific tournament. So you're, you're trying to spark joy, and you said, I'll start a podcast with Neil. <laughs> He's going to ask me questions. <laughs> and I'm going to invite Neil He'll ask to me do questions about science. <laughs> It'll be fun. Hey, Andy, Neil, I, just want to, I just want to point out that it started off with me, Davo, and Kells, and they told you about it, and you were like, oh, I want to play. And oh, I didn't like, know you, were, you yet. You were bugging us for months. <laughs> Oh, man. Neil, what are we doing? I don't know. Let's play some trivia. Every week we have a theme, and within that theme we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth ten points with a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And, as Davo mentioned, we are starting game seven of the Brain Drain Tournament. For this tournament, we're doing something strange. We're starting everybody out with 2,020 points. And after every game, we're subtracting the number of points that they have earned, each player's earned. Uh, The first player to zero wins. And currently, Kells is in the lead, uh, beating Devo by 120 points. And uh, beating Andy by 144 points, which hmm. is just gross, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see what I did there? Oh, math joke. <laughs> <laughs> math joke. Yeah. Um, well, I just, I just threw myself off with that. <laughs> so Now you see how hard it is to be funny and educational at the same time. <laughs> Well, luckily, we only do one at a time, usually. Because I've been told that the educational bits aren't that funny. So you're going to hate question three. Oh, boy. No, wait, question four, I think it is. Okay. Um, So this this tournament, what we're doing is I'm sort of making – I'm trying to make each theme be sort of relevant to 2020 because it's been an interesting year. Um, and also to kind of simulate the fickleness of 2020, each game I've randomly selected one question for each player. If they get that question correct, uh, we're calling it the double down question. They Double get down. Bonus. Thank you. They get a bonus 10 points. If they miss their double down question. Double each, down. Each of their <laughs> opponents gets two point, or 10 points. Today's theme was generously donated by friend of the show, Gina. Gina! Gina. Thank you. She she volunteered to do some questions and asked if I had any themes. I said, well, I'm kind of trying to do 2020-related things. I don't have to, but that's kind of what I'm aiming for. And then two weeks later, she said, oh, how about this? And she sent me an entire quiz. Nice. Because she's awesome. And the quiz she came up with is, uh, you know, with all the quarantining that's going on, there's a lot of people that are trying out new and interesting hobbies. True. And so this is all about hobbies that people have been experimenting with this year. Hmm. Cool. All right. All right. Category one is science. Science Mm. hobbies. Baking. Science Science of baking. baking. The science of baking. Okay. All right, twist. Question one. Instagram has been dominated by home baking enthusiasts during the quarantine. 
The point or goal of a particular bread making technique is to cut the skin of the dough in a decorative pattern. These cuts will open during baking and create a photo worthy loaf. What is the name of this technique? Oh, I know what this is. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. Oh. Yeah, I. Oh, the, it's done with. They do it Gina does tend to put uh, clues in her questions. Yes. Yeah, see, I'd probably pick up on the clue if I had any idea what you were talking about. <laughs> Andy, you're not alone, buddy. Um, I'm locked in. I'm going to lock in with a guess. But yeah, I do I, know, I, I've watched enough great British, British baking show that I know what the word is. I just can't remember. Oh. Advantage Devo. <laughs> Kells, what's your answer? I said cresting. Devo? Point. Andy. Shiv. The job of a chimney sweep comes with a great deal of responsibility. <laughs> That was terrifying. <laughs> I was like, who else is on this call? <laughs> um, Macy, is that you? Where are you? <laughs> the the operative words and the clue were the point or goal, because the answer is scoring. Yes. Mm. Oh, very clever. I knew Way too that. clever for us. They do it on their on scoring. Mm. They do it on uh, French on on baguettes and they do it on sourdough, primarily. Unless they do it on Wonder Bread, I have run across it. Uh, wow. <laughs> Question two. Used in the production of beer, wine, and other beverages, such as kombucha, what order of bacteria gives sourdough bread its characteristic flavor? And there is an easy mode. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm blanking. This is going to be a tough game for me. I think they, I think they get easier. Well, actually, you do that. Well, you you don't bake, so it's. <laughs> my I wife do, actually. Bakes. I mean, just not. You not make good. Breads. You make good uh, pound cake. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I've had your pound cake. It's very good. It's a family recipe. Yeah. With that being said, it's not helping with this. But you said there's an easy mode. I'd like to take that. There is an easy mode. Okay, so Davo and Andy are locked in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, the easy mode is these bacteria are also used in cheese and yogurt production. You know what's currently occupying my brain? And it's wow. not one that they use. It's, it's, it's E. coli. Ooh. E. coli. And it, and it will not get out of the way. That's probably not something you want to put in your bread. No. You don't want that anywhere near you. I'm a punt. Do you know nobody punted on our last episode? Huh. Uh, wow. I'm, well, I'm bringing back a, I'm dusting off an oldie. I'm How dare you? Ray Guy's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old saint, though. Yeah, he's, he's, we like to call old saints legends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, what's your answer? I said bifidophilus. Andy? Lactic acid. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. The correct answer is the lactococcus or lactic acid bacteria. Oh. Good job, Andy. Nice answer, Andy. Question three. Within 10 degrees Fahrenheit, what temperature would you set your American oven to if a recipe says preheat the oven to 175 degrees Celsius? Uh, well, first question I'd ask is, did we lose a war, Danny? <laughs> um, locked I'm in. locked in. Did we lose a war, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> I'll lock in. Okay. Andy? 345. Kels? I said 350. Devo? I said 425. Well, two of you are in the range. The God the bless. actual conversion would be three hundred and forty. <laughs> the actual conversion would be three hundred and forty seven degrees, but generally oh. ovens are in five degree increments, so we would accept anything between three forty and three fifty five. 
on the board. All right. Question four. So when egg whites are beaten, some of the hydrogen bonds in the proteins break, causing the proteins to unfold or denature and then to aggregate nonspecifically. When these egg white proteins denature due to agitation from beating, their hydrophobic regions are exposed and the formation of intramolecular protein-protein interactions is promoted. These protein-protein interactions, usually disulfide bridges, create networks responsible for the structure of foam, and this change in structure leads to the stiff consistency required for meringues. For four points each, name the three types of meringues. (laughs) Meringues. Specifically, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you because I had no idea about this one. These are all, um, I'll call them uh, regionally named. Like different regions have different types of meringues. Oh, so there's not like a region of lemon meringue then apparently. Uh, no. First thing I thought of, and I was like, that's probably not right. Meringues in regions? I'm pretty sure lemon meringue is just a lemon pie with meringue on top of it. Sure. Oh. Uh, you said region. Well, I'm gonna offer in this category. I hope I get one right. <laughs> one of these stink stupid. Uh, <laughs> how's the makeoff show working out for you, <laughs> Okay. Um, locked in. You know when you're when not sure how to spell meringue, it looks a lot like merengue. <laughs> I love doing the merengue. I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. Okay, Kells. I said uh, French, Spanish, and Italian. David? French, English, and Canadian. And Andy? French, German, and English. Well, you all got French. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, There's also Italian and Swiss. Oh, the zany Swiss. Kind of, kind of in between France and Italy. I was already after your after your very interesting discussion of how you make meringue. I was all ready to write meringue. <laughs> I, I knew you were talking about meringue. I didn't. French meringue at all. Yeah. So I got uh, four for Devo and Andy, and eight for Kells. Yes. I did not get skunked. And at the end of round one, Davo has four. Yes. Andy has twenty. Uh, Andy has twenty-four. Kells has eighteen. Yeah. Somebody's got to be the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Category two is literature. <sighs> and you love these. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You got something to say, Cubs? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Question one. Retold from the perspective of a mind-reading vampire, what long-anticipated novel did Stephanie Meyer finally publish in August 2020 as a reimagining of her blockbuster Twilight as seen through the eyes of Edward Cullen? And for, for a bonus, what fruit is on the cover of the novel? And for a double bonus, what fruit was on the cover of the original Twilight? I'm going to lock in. I'm locked in, yeah. I'm, uh... <clears throat> I'm locked in. All right. Dave I have no clue about the title of the novel, but there was an apple on the cover of the original book. I think there was a pear. On the cover of the new book. Okay. Andy? Uh, The title of the book is Vampires Don't Sparkle, You Idiots. Um, (laughs) The fruit is a peach. So there's two bonuses. Which one is on the cover of the new novel and which one was on the cover of the original? It's a peach both times. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I said the title of the new book is uh, Suck It Up. And the fruit on the right? Yeah, of course. And the fruit on the cover of Twilight was an apple. And I said on the new book, a blood orange. Ooh. Ooh. Well, the new novel is called Midnight Sun. 
with a with a picture of a pomegranate on the front. Uh, and the original Twilight did indeed have an apple. Wow, I'm up to six. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you sure about the title of that book? Um, I mean, that's what that's what she put down here. So, pretty sure if I Google "vampires don't sparkle," you idiots, something about this book series will come up. I mean, the sentiment is there, Andy. I just okay. don't think they went with that as the title. Fair enough. That that's not very. It's not a very punchy title for the target audience. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Okay. I, I I believe in truth and advertising. I guess. I mean, I <sighs> I should say, Andy, while you're since you're dissing this this book. Um, Gina put a note here saying that she's sorry that it took me so long to get this quiz to you. I discovered this book and immediately had to read it. It consumed all my free time for a week. <clears> so, of, I mean, of course, <laughs> Gina. I, uh, <coughs> well, I, uh, sure, that's good for you. Question two. Speaking of sequels, prequels, and reimaginings, what author released The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes in May of this year? And there's an easy mode. I'm gonna need that easy mode. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna need that easy mode. Too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The easy mode is the book is a prequel to the Hunger Games trilogy. Oh, um, you said the. Oh, who the hell oh, wrote this? It. I just want to write down Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in. I, I, as soon as I got Stephanie Myers out of my head, <laughs> um, I am having a terrible night. <laughs> it's it's only we're, we're barely started. I, all right, you know our questions are ten points each. We're f- six questions in, and I haven't hit double digits. Right? <laughs> what is her name? I'm gonna punt in the suffering. I am ready for my five wow. points, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andy. Suzanne Collins. I was going to write Jackie Collins. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne Collins. Wow. Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. <laughs> If any of you ever end up editing again, what you want to do to make your day is when we get to one of those punts, drop everybody's mic level to zero except for Davo and just listen to Davo. (laughs) (laughs) It's epic. So good. Question three. One of Amazon's bestsellers in 2020, Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man, is a tell-all book written by which niece of Donald Trump? Locked in. Locked in. Oh, what is her name? No, all I can think of is Jackie, Jackie Collins. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I even start following her on Twitter. It's it's got it. Kelsey. Once I start. Uh, Laura. Deva. Mary Trump. Oh, Andy. That's it. Mary Trump. It is Mary Who is Trump. Laura Trump? I don't know. There's Laura Bush. Laura Bush. I think it's no, what you're not thinking Laura. Is is Laura? Who is Laura Trump? Well, there is a Laura Bush. No, I know that. But yeah. Don't tell me about Trump. Laura Bush. I know about Laura Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wow. Laura Trump? Laura Trump is a former American television producer. Oh, she's married to President's son Eric. Oh, okay. Laura. Yeah. I, that poor woman. All right, question four. NPR has reported that publishing houses have seen a significant uptick in the submissions from aspiring authors during during the pandemic. Apparently, not only are more people taking the time to read, but they're also taking the time to write and submit terrible quarantine novels. The Big Five is a nickname given to the five powerhouses in publishing. Headquartered in New York City and generating over $3 billion in annual revenue, what publishing house tops the Big Five list? Locked in. I'm locked in with one of them. Mm. Bad quarantine novels. <laughs> Ask me another. Actually, I had a similar question the other day. You mean, wait, wait, don't tell me? No, ask me another. 
Or was it Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? I listened to both. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to trash, by the way. You guys that listen to educational stuff, I listen to horror and true crime podcasts. (laughs) That are very entertaining. Uh, I, I thought of one. I don't know if it's right, but I'm going with it. I'm locked in. All right, Andy. Simon and Schuster. Kels? I said Penguin. David? Right. Simon and Schuster. Well, I'll tell you. The correct answer was Penguin Random House. Oh. Penguin and Random House merged in 2013. Gina did give me permission to give half points if someone answers either Penguin or Random House. So, Kel, you got five points. Did she say anything about giving full points to Simon and Schuster? Um, I mean, she didn't mention that in her notes. But she said it was inspired by a question on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. So, ah, I trust Gina over Andy any day. <laughs> yeah. Even though her quiz is kicking my junky butt up and down the street. <laughs> All right. Out of a total possible of about 80 points right now, Davo has 16. Yay! Kels has 30, and Andy has 39. Wow, we are rocking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Category three is music. All oh. instruments. Uh, oh. Oh! <laughs> it's musical instruments. That's, yeah, musical instruments. Musical uh, instruments. But she wrote it like music. Oh, cool. <laughs> Almost like she was trying to, trick to Andy. twerk with Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Question one. On a typical six-string guitar, the first and sixth strings are different octaves of which note? Locked in. Mm, I'm, I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in too. Andy? E. Kels? I said G. And Deva? I said G. Correct answer is E. I don't play guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Nor do I. Question two. While only an estimated 650 original stringed instruments have survived, thousands of violins have been crafted in tribute to what Italian master? Locked in. A pristine 1721 violin from this builder once sold for $15.9 million. I'm locked in too. Boy, I mangled that. (laughs) (laughs) this might be completely made up so i heard this somewhere i don't know if it had anything to do with violins i'm locked in it's not charlie daniels (laughs) (laughs) all right kels stradivarian andy stradivarius or as i have it after actually after, after davo mentioned he murdered i looked at the way i spelled it and like I spelled it as if I was describing a bunch of Fender guitars. strat various That's how <laughs> I did it, too. <laughs> uh, so, Devo? Stradivarius. Yeah, it's Antonio Stradivari, or Stradivarius. <clears throat> Kels, I'll, I'll take two points off for Stradivarian, because it's not exactly right, but obviously you knew more or less what the answer was. And obviously you need the points. Then you should subtract two points per show for Andy, just in general principle. (laughs) It's like you guys start out on second base because I can't talk right. All right. Um, So question three that she came up with, I I like the question, but I, I ended up changing it. The question was, in what section of a pian- of, of a orchestra would you find a piano? And is it not percussion? It, well, it's kind of technic- It's kind of both. See, that was the that was the problem. The correct answer from her was percussion, but when I I, I looked into it a little bit further, and some people still could kind of consider it a stringed and per- percussion, and it just there wasn't a really clear cut answer. Uh, so, um, and it's actually not even used in uh, orchestras very often, anyway. So, I mean, I it's ended mostly up just, synthesizers now. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yamaha synthesizers is pretty much where your major orchestras are going. Hey, did you know? You know, mostly they auto tune the uh, violins now too. Yeah. <laughs> so I replaced it with another piano related question. I was I was going to go with how many keys are on a standard piano, but that's too easy. So I went with how many black keys are on a standard piano keyboard. Uh, you stinker. It's yeah. <laughs> not cool. Because now I'm singing Ebony and Ivory, and that's going to be with me for the rest of the night. Um, side by side on my keyboard. Why don't we? Yeah. Deep. I know the black keys have two guys in it. I'll take, I, I guess I'll take a point off for every, every one that you're off by. All right, I'm locked in. I'm, I'm locked in. And there's only one Alicia Keys. Right. All right, there, there are 88 keys on a piano. Yes. I think the black keys are every third, right? <laughs> sure. More or less. I mean, sure. Andy. Well, <laughs> that works. I mean, I know the they're piano? in between white keys. Or <laughs> have you seen the piano? Have you seen I'm the trying piano? to come up with a guesstimate here. <laughs> right, I'm locked in. Hate everybody. Hate all the piano? people on the show. You know, advice to anybody that's thinking about starting a podcast, find people you like. Because you're going to have to suffer through these people with headphones for the rest of your life. Salt, salt, salt. <laughs> All right, Davo. I said 40. Okay, Andy? I said 30. And Kels. Almost in the middle of them, I said thirty-six. Man, I shouldn't have done my. Uh, one of you got it exactly correct, so Dang. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have agreed to do points off, but I did, and the correct answer is thirty-six. Oh, good so job, Kells. Devo got six, and Andy got four. Thank you for the negotiation and for my six points. I didn't even try to negotiate. I just asked. <laughs> And Andy, um, they are every third keys, every third key, except when they're every other key. Oh, right. Yep. 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 Oh, there, right there. yep there it is. Oh. Hey, Davo, you need to double down? Who? Davo. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> double down. Question four. Traditionally made from clay or ceramic, what ancient vessel flute links an enclosed space with two to with four to twelve finger holes and a mouthpiece? No fair. This is a D and D instrument. <laughs> it is. I call foul. I'm locked uh, in. Oh. All right. No. Yeah, I'm locked in with with my guess. I don't know, but. I think it'll be funny if it's this. I'm locked in. So since it's Davos double down, let's start with him. I said an ocarina. The hint in this case was that the vessel flute links an enclosed space <laughs> with finger holes and mouthpiece. <laughs> Andy? I said Ericophone. And, and Kels. Oh, so... The only, well, I won't say the only, but the, the Zelda game I played the most was on N64. And, Davo, do you happen to know which one that is? That would be the Ocarina of Time. So I went with Ocarina. Hey, Ocarina. <laughs> the answer is Ocarina. Oh, yes. It's been my best I don't know where I got Ocarophone, but I was sure that was a thing. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> At the end of round three, Davo has 52, Kells has 58, and Andy has 63. Oh, it's anybody's how did that happen? All of a sudden. I know what an ocarina is. <laughs> That's yeah, how that happened. Hi. Category four is models. Yes, yes, yes. This is not, this is not like uh, fashion models. Oh, my God. All right, question oh, one. Bollocks. 
Question one, what is the common scale for matchbox cars and also the S scale in model railroading? And Locked there's an in. easy mode. <laughs> <laughs> and so by scale here, I mean the, the ratio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like the, wait, wait. Oh, man. Okay. I'm locked in. Um, I'm going to lock in with this because I hear Andy say it all the time. If I'm wrong, it's his fault. Okay. I'm locked um, in. Well, the easy mode then, since nobody wants it, is uh, the number is a perfect square and a perfect cube. That was my okay. easy. That was my easy mode. Math, I dig it. Yeah, like I think I got it still. Kels is one sixty four scale. Andy, it's one sixty four scale. Some people think the Matchbox cars are one eighty seven or H O, but in fact they're S scale, which is one sixty four. And David, oh god, one sixty four. <laughs> Correct answer is one sixty four. Oh god. <laughs> you okay, David? No, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Seems like you're a little winded or something now. No, I'm just, I'm just staggered by what this category is going to do to Andy. Oh yeah, it's, it's his rest. Modeling episode, tip on your like, HO scale layout is having a fan on low. Oh. It makes the trees look like they're blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, we're using we're using modeling or models uh, kind of loosely. Okay. So, uh, question two: Lego's largest individual set to date costs approximately eight hundred dollars, and takes roughly twenty four hours to build. Within ten percent, how many pieces does it contain? And for a bonus, name the set, or name what it's. Legos on. are in fact not scale. <laughs> And therefore, they fall into the toy category versus your models, which are scale. I don't play with toys. I'm a hobbyist. <laughs> I like Legos. Wow. Um, so the question I mean, is, what in. is the biggest Lego set? How, how, many, many... how many pieces are in <clears throat> the largest Lego set? And what is it a model of? Or a toy of, depending on your perspective. It's more of a toy. Depending um, on how pedantic you want to be. <laughs> I'm like This is the yeah. pedantic category, so let's let's have it. <laughs> I'm locked in. Did you lock in Andy? I did. Okay. Let's start with Andy. I don't know a whole lot about Legos, but I think the the, the biggest is probably the Millennium Falcon, because I see that a lot. Um I think oh, I, I have no idea, so I'm guessing ten thousand pieces. Okay, Devo. I uh, I was on the same track as as Andy. I said it's the Star Destroyer, and Ooh. I said eleven thousand pieces. Okay, and Kels. I was I was going back and forth between this and the the Death Star, but I went with the Millennium Falcon, and I said six thousand pieces. Well. The number of pieces was 7,541. Bless, bless. So nobody got that. There have been a number of uh, Millennium Falcons released, and this one is the largest one. It is the Star Wars UCS Millennium Falcon. Hmm. <sighs> um, my favorite Lego set that I, I don't have very many. In fact, I think I only have one currently. But it's the uh, Saturn, Saturn V rocket. Ooh. Um, oh, that was used neat. for the Apollo 11. And I like the fact that it has 1,969 pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I have a Slave 1 from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, cool. All right, question three. Dissectologists assemble loops and sockets, knobs and holes, and tabs and slots while enjoying what hobby? And there's an easy Lock, mode for half Locked points. in. Dies and sockets. I'm enjoying a tab right now. <laughs> it's delightful <laughs> and less filling. You know, tabs. Uh, they're discontinuing tab. Yeah, I heard that, <laughs> and I was like, "They're still making tab. Who's drinking tab?" <laughs> After my grandma died, I thought that was it. 
So I, I want to be clear again. Um, we're using models here very loosely. Right. I should think. This In fact, it probably would be safer to call this a toys category. Right. Can I have the easy mode, please? There's yes. an easy mode? I'll take that. Okay. Andy, you're locked in? I'm locked in. The easy mode is, the term comes from a former name for the hobby, dissected maps. Dissected maps. What in the world? Uh, man, I don't know. I'm just going to write a word. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? Cartography. Andy? Jigsaw puzzles. David? Son of a <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can I assume uh, you didn't answer your jigsaw puzzles, David? <clears throat> oh, just Ian has a closet full of them, and I didn't think of it. Uh, I said origami, just, just the folding. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it is jigsaw puzzles. Tabs is what gave it away for me. Mm. And I was a little bit unsure until he gave out the easy mode, then I was really confident. Question four. How many fins should a model rocket have to ensure maximum performance and low drag? Ooh. Locked in. Fins should a rocket have? Locked in. Um, locked in. All right. Uh, let's start with Andy. I believe three. Deva? I said four. And Kells. When in doubt, go with Moses Malone. I said Bo, four. Four, four, four. <laughs> The answer I have here is three. Is what now? Three. Uh, that isn't four. That's different than three. <laughs> you see, the four fins would probably stabilize it, but you'd start creating a lot of drag in your rocket. You would, you Andy, I'd really like for you to shut up now. <laughs> All right, at oh the end of round four, Devo has 62, Kells 70, and Andy has 95. Boy, for a, for a toy category, you're pretty good at it. I'm sorry. I was just sketching out an idea of putting the, the Matchbox cars on the rocket. Seek help, man. I'm one of those genuinely that I've always marveled at people that won the lottery and were freaked out about how to spend it. I have so many hobbies that I'm intrigued by that it would be so easy for me to spend all the money. <laughs> so easy. Before the show, I was just looking at different HO scale brass locomotive models that sell for about two to three thousand dollars a piece. I'm thinking about how many of them I needed. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Apparently, uh, a lot of people are doing crossword puzzles to pass the time. When do so they do? Category five is crossword puzzles. Yes. Uh, specifically, these are crossword puzzle clues relating to pop culture. Oh. I'm in. So category one, five letters, second letter O, and the clue is best picture nominee. Two, three, four, five. Best picture nominee. Was Gina gracious enough to have a year? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, it's a pop culture category, so these things are all from this, from 2020. Oh, 2020. okay. Can I buy a vowel? Uh, second letter's an O. <laughs> ah. Is this a joke? <laughs> I can't come up with one, so I'm locking in with a joke. Oh, I'm in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Andy, I don't know if you inadvertently gave it away there. Did I just give it away? It's, I, I really thought I'm... Okay. David? Joker. Kels? Oh. Joker. And Andy? I did not give it away, because I got stuck on the fact that movie fits that. <laughs> and I thought maybe... <laughs> we got Best yeah, Picture nominee was a movie. I can guarantee yeah. it. When you said <laughs> Prove joke, me wrong. When you said joke twice, I thought you were giving everybody a clue on purpose. But Oh, crap. You I said, did this completely joke? accidentally. And I was going to say, well, not exactly. But... I was like, man, I, if it's this time frame. I really appreciate that, Andy. <laughs> I was really stuck. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was stuck on Argo, which of course doesn't fit, but I got the O in there in a short movie name. And Argo is the last letter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I knew it wouldn't work, but I wouldn't come up with it. Okay. All right, Andy. Question two is your double down. Double down. God, I hate that. <laughs> uh, and this one's actually right up your alley. Okay. Uh, nine letters. Fourth letter is G. And the clue is libertarian presidential candidate. Six, seven, eight, nine. Nine letters in which, where's the G? Fourth letter. Fourth. Libertarian. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Man, Fartrell Cluggins isn't long enough. <laughs> Locked in? Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because no, it's not history. <laughs> I straight up don't know. I straight up don't know either. Um, so, uh, Okay, I'm Man, locked. Like letter short. I'm, I'm locked in. All right, since it's Andy's double down, we'll start with him. I believe you're talking about current candidate Joe Jorgensen. Dave, hmm. large fries. And tells. Fartrell Cluggins, University of Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to try like a Ray Guy something or another. Uh, the correct answer is Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen, yeah. I liked being in second place for a minute. I really did. <laughs> uh, question three. Six letters. Last letter H. And the clue is best new artist Grammy winner. I watched the Grammys and I remember disagreeing with this. Well, I disagree with you disagreeing. Wow. Sit back down, Dave. I disagree with oh. watching Grammys. What? I'm with you on that, Neil. I love the um, Grammys. I don't really care to watch any awards. Uh, since it. Jethro Tull, the Grammys have been a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Did they win best album? Over best metal was... performance over Metallica's and Justice. That's for right. Us. I forgot. That was a big scandal. I'm locked in. Um, best new artist. And I was wrong. I was thinking of the Billboard. Billboard I disagreed with. Grammys I agreed with. And this is is just a one name artist. Uh, no. These I'm not are, saying. These are last names. Last name. Oh, I guess I shouldn't have said that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. Kells needs a lot of help. Well, yeah. The, currently the, 35 points ahead of him. Well, and he's won three of the four tournaments. and He's 185 points ahead of me. <laughs> 45, I think. I'm in <laughs> Don't be right. ridiculous. It's 145. <laughs> Are you rounding up over there? Dave? Uh, uh, Billy Eilish. I need your actual answer. Billy Eilish. Okay. You just need Eilish. Eilish. And Andy. Eilish. See, Dave, I think I'm going to have to give you zero because I even asked you to clarify and you still gave me. Something that wouldn't I understand. fit in the grid. I understand. No, I'm not going to take know, points off. But. It's, what's going to be hard for me when I edit this is when Davo said, I understand, you could hear the beer <laughs> bottle breaking in his hands. You could hear just the beer bottle shattering in his hands. Like Bill Bigsby is losing control. We're about to get, get freaked now. You will like me when I'm angry, Sensei. No, I'm not going to take points off, but I did. I did think that was kind of funny. 
I just it just hurts me when you when you sound disappointed in me. <laughs> maybe maybe you shouldn't disappoint me. <sighs> wow. It's not that I'm angry, Davo. I'm yeah. just disappointed. I know. Mm. Question four. Six letters. Third letter R. Former Duchess of Sussex. Locked in. Spelled wrong, but it's right. No, spelled right. Four Duchess letters. Six letters. Six, Six letters. letters. Okay, that makes sense. Three, four, five. In. And the fourth letters are? Third letters and R. <laughs> Listen to the questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Two words, planet. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Sussex in here somewhere. <laughs> Did you lock in at some point? No, I just started figuring it out, didn't I? <laughs> Underwear manufacturer? <coughs> Six letters? Six letters? First letter, first letter L. God, I was actually looking forward to recording tonight. Blank, blank. That'll teach you. R. <laughs> I need everybody to be quiet. Is that too much to ask? I'm working uh, over here. Three letters, first letter Y. <laughs> Four letters, first letter F. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right, Davo. Markle. Kels. Markle. And Andy. Markle. Correct answer is Markle, as in Megan. I am Fran. I am Fran Markle. This is the wife, Fanny Markle. <laughs> The Fran Farkles. Was that SCTV? I was laughing. Oh, I was laughing. That's right. All the kids looked like the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At the end of round five, Davo has 92, Kells 100, and Andy 135 points. 135? Jinkies. All right. Category six is streaming services. Uh. Question one. On your marks, get set, bake. Netflix is streaming the 11th season of The Great British Bake Off as contestants bake, caramelize, and decorate their way through the competition. Throughout all 11 seasons, who is the only cast member to remain in the spotlight of this show-stopping series? Oh, and locked in. Easy mode for it's half points. Fair. They were locked. They both stopped watching this in order to record this tonight's episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Such a good um, show. I will, I will easy take the mode. easy mode, though I'm sure it's not going to help at all. So there's one in, minute Kells of the show. Andy are going to take the easy mode for half points, and you're right. It probably won't help if you've never seen the show. <laughs> but the easy mode is it's the silver-haired, blue-eyed, quote-unquote male judge. Oh, I'm locked in. Silver-haired, blue-eyed. It's what I was thinking of initially. Really? Andy, what's his name? I'm not saying. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping you'd just walk right into that. Just, <laughs> I'm locked in. Alright. Andy. There's only one silver-haired chef that uh, get my ovens roaring. Swedish chef. <laughs> David? Paul Hollywood. Kells. Uh, Roger Sterling. Wow. <laughs> the correct answer is Paul Hollywood. It's sure, that's his real name. And apparently in season four, um, one of the contestants forgot his name and in, in an early episode and called him the male judge. So it kind of became <laughs> a, running, a running joke wow. on the show. <clears throat> on a very special British Bake Off. <laughs> it is a wonderful program. I tried watching it and kind of got bored. Why do they cook in tents? Why don't they have like an actual kitchen? They cook in tents? It's a big in a big pavilion tent. Oh, I guess in England they don't have uh, they don't have. We have our stove in the with... kitchen. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right there by the fridge and stuff. All right. Question two. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has been renewed for a fourth season on Amazon Prime, but the production has been delayed due to the pandemic. Name the actress who plays Mrs. Maisel's agent, Susie Meyerson, who oh. told us to step out of line, ladies, in her 2019 Emmy acceptance speech. For a bonus, name the actor who plays Mrs. Maisel's father. And not once did you ask us to name the actress. <laughs> the, the one that, that he had already written down. Well, and she is, she go, is an Emmy winner. I'm going to go Mrs. with the actress that I know, just because I don't know. Mrs. Maisel's father. I'm going with Ray Guy. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm parting. I'm locked in. All right, Kels. I only know that Alex Borstein is on this uh, show, so I said Alex Borstein. Okay, and Andy. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high <laughs> twisting hang time spiral. Every time's like the first time. It really is. And Deva. You know, Kels, you're almost as bad as Neil about this this stuff. Uh, it's Alex Borstein. It's like, well, I only know one actor on the show, so it's going to be the right answer. There you I go. I thought she was Mrs. Maisel. She's not Mrs. Maisel. No, she's not. <laughs> that wasn't even the question. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I with the actor. I thought the only actor you was, know, which is the correct answer to the she, question. And I thought she was Mrs. Maisel. That's why no. I thought it was wrong. I don't no. watch the show. <laughs> so. That you pulled a Neil. David, I'll did you get the, did you try to I didn't even venture a guess because okay. I don't watch the show. Well, the correct answer is Alex Borstein. And Mrs. Maisel's father is played by Tony Shaloub. Tony Shaloub. Oh, Tony Shaloub. We just talked about him the other day. We did. Probably in context of watch this show. That might be how it came <laughs> up actually. <laughs> that none of us have watched. <laughs> Question three. How many F-bombs had to be edited out of Hamilton in order to achieve the PG-13 rating required by Disney? Locked in. Of course it you know this. It's F-bombs in Hamilton. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, How many? Got a range? Uh, yes, the range <laughs> is exactly... <laughs> Don't give him this time, he-man. I'm locked in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right, let's start with Kels. Uh, I figured Moses Malone won't let me down again, so I said four. Didn't he let you down last time? He really did. I said again. Oh, I see. Uh, Andy. This one's easy to remember because Lin-Manuel Miranda actually said, I gave two beep to get that on the show or to get that on Disney. Okay. And Deva. I said one. Well, apparently there were three in the play, but you have to ha you can only have one to maintain mm -hmm. your PG thirteen rating, so they had to get rid of two. Good job, Andy. Um, I, I think if you give me a minute, I could come up with where all three of them are. I know one is. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't. I okay. Don't much <laughs> we mm -mm. save it for the after party, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's an after party. Bonus content. <laughs> All right, we, this is our last question of the show. Kels, did you think I forgot about your double down? I was hoping. Nope. <laughs> it just happens to be the last question of the show. Wow. Double down. On what streaming service can you find Greyhound, a World War II period film written by and starring Tom Hanks? Locked in. Great. Finally. I'm locked in, too. Tom Hanks doing it. Well, it's a World War II movie, so he's contractually obligated to be in it. He's got to. He's got to. <laughs> mm -hmm. He just has to. <clears throat> Man, um, I'm going to lock in with the guess. If you kneel two questions in this category, I what swear was that? What was that I'm going to keep playing the game. <laughs> 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 All right, Kells, what's your answer? 
See, I am a an android type of person. You monster. <laughs> so, Absolute um, monster. So with Davo's reaction, I'm really <sighs> hoping that it is indeed on Apple TV. Oh my god. Andy? It's Apple TV. (laughs) Apple TV. Correct answer is Apple TV. Job cast. Wow. (laughs) Has anybody seen this yet? No, No. we don't have Apple TV. (laughs) (laughs) All right. At the end of round six, scores are Devo with 122, Kells 130, and Andy 155. Catchable. Not exactly probable, but we'll see how this final question is. The final question is pets. Pets? Uh, The adoption and sale of dogs has soared during the pandemic. The Washington Post even reported that New York City's foster to adoption rate jumped from 10% to 25% by late June. The USA leads the world in dog population. Name 10 of the next 10 countries by dog population what the next for 10 points each oh yeah so so give me give me uh two through through 11 yeah okay by the way there uh, according to this there are just under 70 million pet dogs in the united states 70 million 70 million 69 million 929 thousand and roughly the same number of cats Hmm. Uh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother, the Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bobble. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. See, this is the worst kind of question that has to have to do with Kells. Because it's essentially a geography question. Because there's no effing way you know the answer to this. I don't know. I'm just naming countries. Exactly, and you know all of them. (laughs) But you know know 11 countries. I I do. I do. But we're going to answer the same 11 countries because you know all of them and you're going to be able to do it. I'm very dis- I'm very discouraged, Kells. <laughs> it's your I fault. Could, I could just, <laughs> I could just as easily do extremely terrible on this. Yeah, that's oh, this is terrible, man. I'll say no. Yes. Does I have really ten. Matter? I don't feel good about. It. I feel terrible about my list, but I got ten. I feel good about three. And the rest yeah, shots in the dark. I I felt I was really comfortable with my first three, and after that I was just like, well, let's look at the map on risk and <laughs> Northern Europe, Southern Europe. Oh, it doesn't work. Did you number your paper, Andy? Yeah, he did. He didn't. He just had to count them. So, are we still thinking? Oh, I'm done. I got ten. <laughs> it's, it's quite all right, man. All right. Since everybody's locked in, um, I have the top 20, so I'll just run through the, the first eight real quick. These these won't count. Some okay. elimination time. Uh, number 20 is Hungary, the Czech Republic, Australia, Crap. Uh, uh, Australia, Romania, Spain. It's uh, another one. Ethiopia, Germany. Uh, Italy and Poland. There goes Germany. There goes Italy. So before you even start with the real answers, I, I got seven now. Me too. I'm down to eight. I'm down to eight. <laughs> <laughs> I got seven. All right. Number 11 with 7.4 million is South Africa. Nope. Nope. Uh, France. Yay. Got it. UK. Yay. Got it. Argentina. Ooh. Nope. <laughs> Not Argentina. Argentina is a great place, but I just yeah. never mind. No, screw you, Argentina. Get a dog. Hey, hey. 
um, India. Got it. I had that and I replaced it. Shoot. I mean, when it comes to a, a question like this, you really shouldn't eliminate a country that has over a billion people. In it. I couldn't you think. Were, the, the he's disappointed in you again, Davo. Yeah. I felt that. Jeez, I'm letting you <laughs> down all over the place. <laughs> no, I'm, that was just that was just kind of a clue just, for just for pointing out you know, in the future. Yeah. Uh, number six is the Philippines. Nope. Nope. Five is Japan. Yay! Got I replaced it. India with Japan. <laughs> Uh, Russia. Yep. Got it. With 27.4 million is China. Yep. Got it. And number two, with 35.8 million is Brazil. Yay! What? Brazil! I said Brazil. <clears throat> nope. Uh, this was... Okay, Devo. Poor. How many did you get right? I got six. Six, that brings you to 182, and currently the lead. Yeah. Kells? I only got three. Three? That gives you to 160. You're currently in second place. Andy, did you get more than four? I got six. You got six. That brings you to 215 points. And the nice, winner. Andy. <sighs> Being in the basement, I needed that one. Yeah. You weren't in the basement. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were. That's right. You're no longer in the basement. You go considerably. Tournament-wise, I've got Devo with 923 points. uh, Nine points behind Andy with 914. And Kells has 825. So Kells is in the lead. Is beating Andy by 89. And beating Devo by ninety-eight. I moved up. We have we were catching you, Kells. It's slow yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, we just rode a curve like, is that Kells up there? <laughs> <laughs> I see the El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> as, as long as we don't have, you know, another models category, I think. Oh I think man, I was when it, this was hobbies, I was excited and I won, but hmm, I, I I no model trains, really? No plastic models. Hmm. From from this year, Andy. This year, like, you know, eighteen twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Andy, on, a, on a, moving out of the basement. We're jockeying in the basement, it seems. Um, thank you very much, Gina, for such wonderful questions. I mean, and if any of y'all out there listening want to be like Gina, send her some questions. Neil, where can they send you questions? Neil at brainladle.com. That's there you go, people. Send in those quizzes and we'll, we'll shout you out. And we really appreciate it. And uh, from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with Kells. Good night, everyone. And Andy. Listen, we haven't heard from Allison and Macy. I don't know who's holding them. I don't know what they want. They're looking for a ransom. I can tell you that Brain Ladle doesn't have any money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let Allison and and Macy go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will give you trivia. <laughs> so long, little printers. <laughs> He means talk to you to death about model trains. Yeah. yeah. Work. He'll do it in HO scale. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is 187 scale. It's the most oh, popular yeah, Neil, railroading scale. Please help us. Save us, Neil. When a habit begins to cost money, it's called a hobby. That's so true. I know, right? Signing off. <laughs> Uh, greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Little Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLittleTrivia.com. Uh, now, 
you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon. Where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44, and I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. Sorry, future Andy. <laughs> Two words. One starts with F. The other starts with Q. <laughs> with Q? Um. <laughs> Fine quail. <laughs> Hold on. Randy, oh my god! <laughs> he's just a little bit phlegmy tonight. Uh, <sighs> I wonder if he's he might have passed out. He was if he was coughing that hard. <laughs> that would be horrible. The coughing's getting more air into my brain than usual. I'm just getting sharper. We got that. We, we got okay. that. I will edit that out. We understood what he meant. <laughs> you did. You just could not say that, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. it's so much Into fun. Into the hot mic. <laughs> the hot mic. You're a horrible man. I'm ready. <laughs> the preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.